Do you want to know what's annoying me this morning? Of course you do. Greece. Now, potentially I could have an issue with my own mother on this one. She was very much educated Edinburgh by accent, and I still to this day don't know how she did it, but she said the word Greece in such a way that it made it sound almost onomatopoeic, like sort of almost grease. That doesn't do her justice. She managed to put the entire horror of the concept into the sound. Amazing. That, I should point out, is not the reason I miss her, but we should move on lest I become Magdalen College Oxford. Greece is a word, it's a move, it's a motion. Yes, I'm talking about the film. The moving picture, as our colonial cousins refer to them. The film which I'm assuming you've seen. It starts out with one of the most Me Too songs ever produced. Tell me more, tell me more, did she put up a fight? Uh, what? But in fairness, because I'm fair, right? You know I'm always fair. This is him performing the macho thing to his own in-group, which... Actually, no, now I think about it, that still isn't okay. It's not okay to be, did she put up a fight amongst the lads, which is a hard lesson for us all to learn, especially since Mrs. Me said no quite a few times, but I guess it's in what way she put up a fight. She didn't actually beat the shit out of me, if that's what you're asking. Clearly she could have. Let's move on. I could also wonder about the theory that the weird ending, where their car takes off and flies into the clouds, is a sign that she actually did die in the she nearly drowned bit, and the entire film is her near-death experience, which makes it less fun. Well, actually, does it? Let us dive deeper. Right, for anyone who doesn't know it and yet inexplicably is still listening, Grease is a film about two people, Sandy and Danny, who meet one summer, fall for each other, but he goes back to his gang of utter fuckwits who happen to have amazing abilities to build cars despite not having put any effort into anything, and will once again skirt over some amazingly phallic images of people being low, lowered down from the ceiling with car engines, fans going full pelt into cars. And Sandy, who is a goody-goody young lady who doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, and wears what I can only describe as quite delightful 50s-style dresses. I like that style, I'm calling it. It's one of the reasons I ended up listening to Taylor Swift, but that's for another rant to keep on track. Danny is being an arsehole. No other word for it. He slowly re realises he's being an arsehole. Most people do in the film. Most people come round, because that's how teenage years work. Most people, possibly with the exception of the present podcaster, work at who they are supposed to be and what they're supposed to be doing by the time they leave home and make their way in the world. Danny begins to realise that he's seriously in love, he needs to change, he needs to do other th things than hang with the crew or whatever the young people say, and he begins doing it. Lovely. What a lovely story. We'll gloss over John Travolta's Scientology because A, it hasn't happened yet, and besides, we can deal with that when we get to Tom Cruise. So, Danny is changing, turning into a functioning, reasonable human being. And what does Sandy... L L Sandy? lovely Sandy do? Does she maybe think, oh I suppose I should lighten up and have a small sherry? No, she does not do that. She goes full PVC bodysuit with weird puffy hair and for no reason at all starts smoking and just comes up with all that goodbye Sandra D song going along that suggests to me this isn't aberration, this is a full-thrown breakdown she's going through. She walks up to Danny. He goes what I can only describe as utterly pathetic. The entirety of 
you better shape up, is basically him unable to control himself because he's staring at her ass. Now, to me, I don't care how much in love with you I am or how amazing you are, and I'm actually going to call this now. I wouldn't act that way if Michelle Pfeiffer came over in her outfit from Stardust. I'm going to quiver, obviously, I'd gibber like a loon. But what I wouldn't do is drop to the floor and sing about her while staring blatantly at her ass. Sandy did not need to change. She did not need to throw away the sensible girl she was for an idiot who anyway was changing to suit her. He was growing up. She doesn't need to grow down. That dynamic, well, I thought that was annoying.